It's Thursday, December 12th, and today I talk with Tommy Ryan about guest access for your Office 365 tenant. And we come up with some uh, sort of frame what we're hearing from clients, and we come up with some questions for the experts at 3Will. I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. This is Three Wheels' official podcast about enterprise collaboration, how people, process, and technology combine to help organizations, departments, and teams work together better. Hey, Tommy, how's it going? Going well. Awesome. Ready for the Christmas season here. <laughs> I like it. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that brings a smile to my face. So yeah, this today, is our, this is our polar plunge hat. So polar plunge. Our, polar around polar. for Christmas, all the the guys will put on their hats. We have a few of these hats, mm -hmm. plunge hats, and uh, we go out to the pool and jump into the pool in the freezing water. Nice. Yeah. I like it. We have to do that before we have breakfast, so it's nice and invigorating on Christmas morning. It's and it's you're doing it in the nude, right? Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to uh, serious. Let's get serious here. Uh, so we earlier this year we covered. Um, we've been covering some uh, podcasts on. Office 365 tenant consolidation. So uh, just to give some background for folks, this is where you might have, for whatever reasons, you might have like two different uh, organizations, like maybe with a merger or an acquisition, where you've got two, um, two uh, within a company, you've got two different tenants. And uh, Office 365 tenants is what we're referring to here. And we were talking, the series we we're talking about sort of like the, um, you know, what people, a lot of people are looking to do in an Office 365 uh, a tenant consolidation. And then um, along those lines, sort of like what the change management is that goes along with doing these tenant consolidations. And so we've had a couple of, uh, of, of podcasts earlier this year about that. And today I wanted to, to talk, with, um, talk with you, Tommy, about some of the things that we're hearing with regards to sort of like first steps, like if you've got two different um, tenants, first steps with sort of working and I think in a, in a, in a, uh, a sort of a tactical way, sort of giving uh, guest access from one tenant to the other. I know with this conversation, we're both, as the years pass by, we're both getting uh, less and less technical. So we'll probably, you know, pull in a couple of other experts from 3Will um, to maybe get into this in a little bit more detail, but, I'll just kick it off with sort of like, what are the things that you're hearing from clients? What, what's what's going on right now with regards to uh, starting to move into the realm of sharing information from one tenant to another? Well, I, it, what's what we're experiencing now with our clients is they're on this journey to get to the cloud and they're all as independent companies getting their internal infrastructure as it relates to collaboration into office 365 and they're feeling good about okay now we've we're up in the cloud we're we're liking the collaboration features that we have and but we have um several companies 
within one parent company that are on different tenants. And as we experience clients that are going through mergers and acquisitions, that the current pain that we're seeing is we'd like to be in one tenant. And they're saying that because the features within Office 365, there are some things that um, make you want to say, well, let's just get into one tenant. And that can be a daunting task. Um, you, you have people at different levels of maturity within the platform. So that, that change and that move in that direction of centralizing into one tenant can be, a, in most cases, a multi-year effort. Yeah. And so meanwhile, you still need to collaborate. You still need to get work done. You still need to share information. And you want to leverage as much as you can your collaboration tools and not resort, resort to emailing things back and forth. So we have seen guest access um, as a key part of that strategy. You know, initially people just using OneDrive and using that as a starting point to be able to get information that is centralized but shared across organizations. And then that progressing into things like maybe a communication site that is for the parent company that other you know, companies within the organization that are on different tenants can actually get into and uh, see that information and even collaborate around that information. And then kind of the, the, the highest level of collaboration is uh, inviting people into teams so you can share planner boards and conversations and files and, and get work together, done together as, as a team, but a team that spans multiple tenants. And that takes you pretty far. Um, you know, there's definitely challenges after you get there. There's licensing challenges. There's certain things that won't work as a guest user. But when it comes to some of the core collaboration, we see, you know, files and conversations um that that is available to you as a guest mm -hmm. user um so it's 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 a good step in that direction is something that you know we're helping organizations figure out you know how do we maximize that guest experience as we're you know taking this journey to decide if we are going to consolidate this is another one of those challenges that's kind of the reverse of uh, a merger is when you spin off a company, you know, now you've got to untangle that from your tenant and what information really resides within that particular business, um, that can be a challenge. So you might even find that some of the organizations that you acquire, depending on the long-term strategy, you might keep that in a separate tenant and have to maximize that experience of sharing information across tenants. Great. So what I'd like to do from here, and this doesn't have to be a long podcast, but I, I and this is sort of maybe we, um, as we look at this new year with you and I out there uh, talking to a lot of our clients and finding out what's going on out there, I'd just like to come up with maybe like a list of things that um, we'll follow up with uh, that we can talk to. I'm thinking for this, it might be good to talk to two people, talk to Pete from like a security and privacy standpoint. And, and sort of have him take that angle and have a follow-up conversation with him about that. And then maybe talk with um, Bo from a productivity standpoint and talk about, you know, how to work together better with regards to guest access and sort of some of the things that we're seeing along those lines. And part of this is like, 
you know, as we're as we have fewer and fewer answers to the questions, let's just come up with the questions and pull in pull in our mighty smart people to get some of the answers to that. And they also also too, I think in this upcoming year, um, we're starting to to put the podcast out onto like uh, YouTube and so a couple of different formats. And if you're watching this, whether you're watching this on YouTube or if you're watching this on our website, you can leave uh, comments on the website. But if you've got some, maybe you're listening to this conversation as well, and you're looking at sort of like what questions, you might have some questions about uh, this guest access. And if you could list them out there, we'd love to take that input and, and follow up with, again, we'll talk with Pete from a sort of a security and privacy. I know he's going to hate saying that I'm, he's the expert in this, but he is. And then Bo from a productivity standpoint. So as I look at this, I think some of the, my initial questions are like, I, I could see talking to Pete so, sort of like a, We've been doing a lot of um, of these reviews, security and privacy reviews, and sort of like how does this fit into what questions like guess how does guest fat, uh, access fit into that, and right. sort of like what are the best if if there are best practices, what are they um, with that, um, and just sort of address this from a uh, security standpoint. What it, what do you what are you making yourself vulnerable as soon as you start to provide guest access? And right. I think we could, we could probably look at it as well from the standpoint of um, of you're giving guests access to a a, um, a parent company or a child company or an, you know what within your organization versus you're giving uh, guest access to a partner versus a vendor. Um, I think there's some things that you really need to think through. Like when you start to do this, what do you need to think through? Yeah. Yeah. Any other things for Pete? What do you think for Pete? Well, you know, some of the things that he's doing, even within our organization with data classification, Yep. thinking about, you know, is this a high business impact site? You know, are there ways that you can restrict you know, external sharing maybe within that? Or are there ways to um, kind of whitelist domains that, you know, have, um, you know, the ability to have sharing turned on? Um, you know, some of that stuff I don't think is there, but I think Pete will be able to give us a view of, you know, what he's hearing in terms of the roadmap that will help further address this kind of concern. I think, you know, in the perfect world, organizations would like to have a family of tenants yeah, where yeah. they say, here's the parent tenant, and then you can join, you know, like, kind of like a hub and spoke, yep. as you see with hub sites, and say, all right, this is, you know, a, a subsidiary site and you could even see within organizations there's you know organizations within organizations that um you might want to have some level of separation um I, I know even in coca-cola there was i believe some separation of dr pepper in terms of the, the recipe um being able to create um some level of um you know silo around information within that organization so even though people become a part of a company and because they're acquired, you, you still might have some business reasons to treat them a little bit different. So um, I think Pete will get, be able to give us a sense of what options do we have around, you know, locking down and protecting information in the right way. And I think Bo, um, it'd be good to talk to him about audiences because um, I, I think there's some emerging things that we're doing and audiences is, come out as, as a feature and and we're doing some things as it relates to guest access and and how that relates to Azure B2B so he can 
enlighten us a bit on you know how that can help target information to your guests so when they come in they they have the right information kind of um, at their fingertips the other thing i think would be interesting is i know for um is a compliance things uh with like to give a vendor access to this information you know you have to have certain agreements put into place before you give them access and i think for pete also the types of access types of information as well what you know the, i think you were talking sort of like data classification right. like what how do you how do you hand like how do you make sure that you handle uh the, that uh, in this in today's world you know you're not giving them too much access or not giving them access to customer data or anything um you know the personal personally uh identifiable information you're not giving them access to that type of information so I think there's some good, I think as you look at this, it's sort of like, well, I'm just giving guest access. Well, there's a lot of things that you really should and need to think through. Um, the other thing I think you're, you're bringing this up as well is the, you know, we have uh, some clients like we're a member working with um, uh, Jackson Healthcare and they have their multiple companies and some of the companies compete with each other. Mm -hmm. And so that the, there becomes a, the situation where it's really important either for, um, uh, for whatever reason that you have to be very cognizant of the information that's being shared from one organization over to another. And I also think, I think this is, yeah, ideally if this is something that um, Microsoft eventually addresses, but I don't know if yet yeah, we might want to look, there might be reasons they don't want to address it either from a yeah. licensing stamp. I always get sort of like, okay, well, what, what would be, why wouldn't they address this? Cause it seems like it's, it's just like within your organization where you set up groups and like you, you can take it up a, a level where you're talking about companies and like it, it it should and may be addressed in the future, but for the time being, it may be this way for a long time. Yeah, yeah, you know, of course they've got uh, a featureless mile long and you know, they're yeah. trying to look at how it fits in the roadmap of what, you know, the types of impacts they want to make on organizations. So um, this is one yeah. that Definitely, there's been voice of concern or need, you know, years ago. Um, yeah. But there, there might be, you know, some technical concerns. It might, you know, not be kind of furthering their mission of, you know, how they're trying to impact collaboration. I think and the other thing talking with um, is sort of like how we're we can talk from a real sense how we're using this with our current um, with our clients sort of like this, how we're using guest access. I know for the preparation for the uh, Braves event that we had, we were working alongside, um, you know, I was working with Beth and Greg through a team site and sort of, and also sort of, I think might, might be good to look at this from, uh, um, again, from a productivity standpoint and using teams and setting up teams so that you're giving people external access and sort of what are we uh, just interested to hear um, I'm sure Bill will have some gotchas or things that we just find on projects that when you go and do it for real, uh, this come and get, it, it gets you. So I think this is good for now. I, I like this idea where maybe you and I frame up um, some things and pull in some folks from 3Will and have follow-up conversations. And this also gives folks who are listening to this right now, um, gives you an opportunity to go out. Maybe if you've got particular questions that sort of have come up from this, Drop us a comment on uh, YouTube. Definitely like and subscribe. We're we're getting up a lot of the um, 
content that we've done in the past up onto onto YouTube. You're just seeing the engagement there as being something that we're we're focusing in on this upcoming year. Um, so let's let's do that and look forward to having these conversations. I'm trying to take you. I'm looking at you, and I want to say like I want to refer to you as like Hoser or something like that because. <laughs> <laughs> This is this hat's only for today. It's only for today. Okay. Yeah. So you're not gonna have a different hat on each side. We used to do socks, Tommy. Yeah. We need, we'll 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 do we can do socks. We can continue. We can go back to socks because now that if we're moving over to a video format, we can we can definitely show off our socks now. That's right. Yep. Cool. So, cool. Well, that's it for today. Uh, thank you everybody for watching and listening, and have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft Cloud, please come by and see us at threewill.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.